0: You know, two that, that stabilizer's broken loose again. See if you can't lock it down. Fire.
1: Fire! Coming in, point
2: three. This is episode two of the Loose Stabilizer Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Cranston, and joined with me today is, as per the usual, uh, Josh Speak and Shane. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Going good. Good, man. Sweet. Uh, today, uh, we're going to be talking about the tournament, just the, the store championship that just happened this past weekend, uh, talk about what we ended up bringing, and then um, going over some trends that we see saw in the tournament, uh, battle reps, etc. cetera. Um, but before that, uh, we have some housekeeping. Uh, if you like the cast and you want us to... Uh, continue it Uh, feel free to donate on our patreon patreon.com slash stabilizer podcast um and if you do become a patreon we will shout out your name in future episodes um and yeah um so fellas we just came back from a store championship that happened this past saturday um so uh let's let's start uh let's start with what we brought uh josh let's start with you what did you end up bringing um to the tourney
3: so i uh switched the list i i mentioned the last cast pretty drastically uh i put django into the list um yeah and uh it, it did django. not turn out well <laughs> i put, put django and the fire spray into the list so it ended up being a Sunfac so in, in the Nantex with the same exact build, so Lone Wolf, Markmanship, and Snare, Target Computer. Django with Dooku, Contraband, Deadman Switch, and Veteran Tailgunner. Um, the three point Initiative 1 HMP with multi missiles and K2B4, TAC Relay, uh, DFS 081 Vulture Droid with Independence and Energy Shells, and the Iron Assembler with Discords and in- Independence is what I brought, so.
2: Sweet, yeah, seems uh, seems good. I totally forgot to start time, so we're starting time now. Uh, boom, time started. Uh, sweet, and uh, so it, you had mentioned kind of a little bit that it didn't go too well. Uh, no,
3: it did not go well at all. Yes, I'm being on.
2: Unfortunate. Honest. Uh, do you think that's because of Django being eight points, or is it more? Uh um, what, what
3: well even with Django at eight points, Django was really the only person in on the list that performed at all in any game.
1: Hmm.
3: Like I don't think a single other ship got a kill. Django more than made up his eight points in every game where I scored more than eight points. Which was yeah. all of them but one. But he's the only one who did any scoring, pretty much. Which is sad, but you know, happens. Um he only died once. I Actually he died twice, but in the one game, only one game, it actually made a massive point differential difference. But uh, no, I, I think running Django and a five point Nantex and Sunfac, even though they're both i6, is a bad idea. Um, don't do it. I do not recommend it. It's gotcha. not going to go is that cause, well.
2: Is that because uh, Sunfac is pretty fragile? or It's
3: it's because I think it's a mixture of him being both fragile and he's he's five points so you have seven Mm -hmm. points of loadout left and you know with i think with i mean i think we can all say both what we're seeing in the meta you it feels like you need at least five ships to to compete on some of these objectives yeah i don't know how you guys feel but that's what i feel you know if i'm not building five ships into a list it feels it feels like i'm going to struggle you know to be capturing stuff picking up boxes just flipping switches Uh, you know what i mean yeah so you know oh good. Oh, I was just going to say. So that means you know, I mean, I I'm pretty much forced into two vultures, which two vultures in one Nantex, You know, being over half my list, that's very fragile. That can just blow up instantly. And Man, it did.
0: I think. Oh, am I good to go?
3: You're you're good to go. Sorry, Thomas. Tell... Okay.
0: No, you're you're good. I was just going to say, you know, I I think as well with the separatists being particularly frail ships, not having shields, not having the green dice of the Empire. You know, having having uh, a lot of points in Django and then having a lot of points in a Nantex that you are spending a lot of effort arc dodging, getting out of the way because you don't want it to break. It left those two vultures in HMP is just, you know, real easy to take down. And then all of a sudden you're only flying two ships. All You're only flying three ships.
2: Yeah, right. But- and yeah.
3: that—that's the, the way a lot of my games ended up. You know, it ended up being all of a sudden, oh, I have two ships by round three or four.
2: Yeah, and I'm—I'm I'm sure that was kind of the thought process behind some of your opponents. Was just, well, why bother with the initiative? The two initiative sixes—that are just going to be everywhere all at once when I can just kill the I ones real quick.
3: So, yeah, you know, and it's. Yeah, I, I think, you know, if I was going to redo the list, I'd probably just drop the Nantex into, you know, I mean, that's that's five points. Probably drop into, I don't know, like a Hyena and a Vulture or something, you know?
2: Yeah. Yep, just uh, go with the Spam plus one Ace, uh, yeah. which, which uh, seems good. But it seems like uh, it's uh, lessons to learn for the Separatist Alliance.
3: Very, very good yeah. lessons to learn.
2: Yeah. Um, also, shout out! Josh was the only one to fly a to sat this tournament, so well done going against the the norm here. Well done. Yep. Um, I guess I can go. Uh, I took the exact same list that I talked about last time, last episode, uh, which was for those who don't remember, really fast: uh, Gideon, Hask, and Zai, uh, Kylo and the Whisper; Quick Draw. Um, in the TICEF, and then Commander Malarys and Scorch, both in the TIE First Order Fighter. And I did okay. Um, I went 2-2. Two and, two. Um, and, yeah, there was a couple of very close games. Um, but overall, I'm just happy that I ended up making it making the even there, making it, you know, at least uh, middle of the pack. Um, I think something that I learned that throughout the tournament, uh, this past store championships was that I kind of need another Ty whisper. Um, as funny as that sounds, but having two jams, uh, would be pretty great. Um, and just having another kind of arc dodgy AC sort of ship would be nice. Um, yeah, that's all I really have to say. (laughs) Uh, for now, about um, what I brought, uh, Thomas. If you want to go ahead,
0: yeah, I can go ahead and get into it. I, uh, you know, the Thursday before the tournament, I had a coming to Jesus moment where I realized <laughs> my uh, former list would not perform well in chance engagement, which, uh, you know, as cool as seven ships are, it's real easy to get half points on them and throwing two dice out, particularly with the V wings and you know, Z95s is not the way to go. So I was able to get some workshopping, and switched about half of what I was taking with me. So, obviously, I kept my Y-Wings. I love my Y-Wings so much. I brought with me Matchstick with Ion Cannon, Seismic Delayed, and then Broadside with Ion Turret and uh, Thermal Detonators. I also brought uh, Slider in the Z95, taking Dedicated, and click in the V-Wing with R3 Astromech, Sync Console, Besh, and Seismix. Uh, so the two new additions I had to my list was an old favorite of mine is Mace Windu in the 7B. He was taking Heightened Perceptions and R4P17, which is the Pattern Analyzer Droid. And then I brought Oddball in the uh, Arc-170 with the Siege of Coruscant quick build. And, you know, I had a real good time with it. Um... I ended up making it to the championship table, I ended up tying with James Ritter, you know, shout out to James Ritter for winning the short championship also with their public list.
2: Yes, um, and we'll get into that in just I second.
0: just love these ions so much. These Ion turrets are beautiful, matchstick gets so many rerolls, broadside gets his fun blank to eyeball, click is a savior making so many shots, range one, yeah, you know, all around I was very happy with the list. Um, I guess if there was really anything that I'd be willing to change or kind of work with, you know, I could see that three-point click being exchanged for, you know, either kickback and the V-19 if I wanted to do some evade throwing, work on more token sharing. I could also see Contrail coming in for another initiative five to go out and do some, some extra damage or initiative killing, Um, But all around, I was very satisfied.
1: Good.
2: That's good. And, uh, yeah, I'd say Click is uh, probably the near-perfect pick there. He's so good uh, in every republic list. I don't think you can really build a republic list without taking Click uh, because that ability is crazy with an R3 astromech. Yeah, I
0: think the only thing to top it is... uh... Had Amidala in the N1 and
2: Luminara. What a good transition. So let's talk about the winner of the Utah Demo Games Store Championship, uh, which was James Ritter from the Gold Squadron Podcast. Uh, good good job to him. And, uh, yeah, speak. Do you actually want to go over uh, what James was playing?
3: Yeah. So he flew two Siege of Coruscant arcs with Oddball and Wolf. Um, then he flew uh, CLT Luminara with patience and the uh, the Crit Astromech R seven A seven Padme with R four P seventeen the pattern analyzer Astromech proton torpedoes and fire control system and then uh, Rick Ole uh, another N one pilot with Juke Lone Wolf and R four P
2: awesome and Thomas you had mentioned that you had play, played played uh, James. So do you want to talk about this list, like the way that it works, and uh, why it performed as well as it did?
0: Yeah, no, uh, it is It is crazy the amount of times I nearly pulled my hair out when I rolled two hits and an eyeball, and all of a sudden, Luminar Unduly, for those who don't know, she can spend a force to change the uh, result of a enemy die from a crit to a hit or a hit to an eyeball and if you are within Padme's front arc you can only modify one eyeball result on any dice roll so what you know what James's strat was was basically post up these two arcs and you know in the corner of the board and then you've got Luminara hanging behind Padme and then Rick is going to be opposite side of the board and he's doing his lone wolf shenanigans going going at least 3 so he can get his uh his evade and his juke. And the, the trick that he involved a lot of the times was having Wolf hop in front of Oddball, and then Oddball leapfrogging over Wolf, bumping into an enemy, taking a stress focus, and because Wolf performed a red action, he was able to get a target lock and pass that on to Padme, who then was able to get a lock, shoot off of protons with a focus, and get some, some nasty protons out.
2: Nasty. And what's so nasty about those protons is that you can only ever mod one of those focused results that you roll, uh, which I guess against a ship like an arc, you know, you're not super worried about it, but against, you know, three agility ships, all of a sudden uh, make it very, very
1: sad.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it was a solid all around. Luminara is basically just a, a full support ship. Uh, you know, I think there was two, three turns where he took patience, got his force up to full, took the deplete, whatever, just so he could be there. And at least two turns, boom, boom, boom. Can't modify that dice result. Can't modify that. That shot. Sorry, those two hits became, you know, an eyeball. That crit that was going to knock off a crate. Sorry, that became a hit.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I,
2: I was going to say, you'd think that, you no, know, this list has no firepower, but it actually has a ton of firepower between the two arcs and then rick and padme with those proton torpedoes that luminara really doesn't need to worry about shooting she can just take the depletes if she needs um so and i i do have a question did he use uh the um what's the the force for barrel or boost what's that called
0: uh, I don't know the name specifically of it, but I know what
2: you're referring find to. Um, fine two controls. fine two controls. Did he use that very often on Luminara? Uh
0: there was when I went against him, there was one turn, I believe, where he did a barrel roll with Luminara. Um, but it was you know, the way he had, he had positioned himself out was that Luminara was within half an inch, right but like right behind Padme. They were set up, you know, right, right, um, plumb with each other at the start of the game and they just kept going forward it wasn't until they turned off into the side that luminara kind of started doing her own thing but it was it was two straight to victory three straight to victory for him
2: Hmm. nice yeah that's uh i i cannot imagine finding this looks, looks painful um any any thoughts from you josh any any comments you want to make about about james's squad
3: well, you know, I mean, the, the Luminara and the Padme just sounds utterly nasty. And then, you know, I mean, it's relatively high initiative. I mean, it's all four or five, you know, so it's... You can uh, initiative kill, a, you know, any lower initiative ship, which, I mean, between two arcs and Padme, you have the firepower to do so quite easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And
2: yeah.
3: Luminara is sneakily good on salvage with knocking off crates with the crit droid, with R7A7. Yeah.
2: That is true. Um you and uh, you and James played chance, right, Thomas?
0: Yes, we ended up uh, playing chance engagement and uh okay. ending in a tie and he got the road roll. So
2: he
1: got the
0: bot works.
2: I was gonna ask, did the Crit Bot go off? No, he never
0: used Crit Bot on me.
2: Gotcha. So um, I I I'm sure you're right, Josh. Like that that bot is solely there for salvage and then that's pretty much it
3: right i um, always was there for salvage or someone has two health left and you're like oh let's let's just try to pull out a direct or something right you know
2: yeah and, and like you had mentioned you know this is relatively high initiative so it's not unlikely that Luminar is going to line up that bullseye for clt um and then just like oh yeah i'll i'll get into range one and throw uh three dice with a uh, guaranteed focus and throw a bunch of crits at you I don't see that being super unlikely, either. Uh, I mean, we talk about patience, but Luminar can kill if she absolutely needs to. Uh,
1: that
3: those are my thoughts. Looking at, it. I think Luminar is sneakily good at salvage, just from knocking boxes off. You know, and it it sounds like you know from when you played him, Thomas. You no, know, I'd I assume that'd be strategy. You know? I mean, if you're jumping, you know. Oh, sorry, guys. You know,
0: that's... I don't you don't. A quick side note, the uh, here on, on, on Longshanks, I see that James Ritter has named his ni- his list Nabu-Hoo-Hoo.
1: Indeed. He
0: is, uh, he is very aware of the tears <laughs> that you will shed.
2: <laughs> he knows. He knows how uh, how mean this list can be. Yeah. And then, obviously, you know, we talk about the crit droid uh, for salvage, but also... Um, Padme can just, you know, I'll throw a proton torpedo at you and give you a bunch of crits. Um, First round, he uh, he won 22 to 10 for salvage. My goodness.
0: Yeah, I think another thing that is deceptively uh, very, very uh, synergistic about this list is, you know, a lot of people immediately think, oh, passive sensors on Padme. I got to take my passive sensors. Because she's initiative four, how am I gonna get my locks? But with oddball's, mm-hmm. oddball's ability, as he's just charging in, getting these stress focuses, you don't even have to worry about that, which opens him up to R four P seventeen, which he said, you know, to him it was that was the the biggest thing he wanted about Padme, because he had to make sure I'm looking at everyone at any given moment. There's not a time when I can afford for Padme to, you know, not take the talent roll. And mm-hmm. just end up looking off into the distance, not doing what she does. So for him, those talent roles being able to turn around and keep you in her death gaze
2: was very important. <laughs> yeah. Yep. She's got the stare of of death there for sure. I'm sure Pat or Anakin knows something about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Well, congratulations to James Ritter. Uh, for the W, but James was already going to Worlds, so he uh, kindly declined the Worlds invite. So, who ended up getting the Worlds invite?
0: Someone who probably didn't deserve it, I'll tell you that much.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, it was Loose Stabilizer's own Shane getting the Worlds invite congratulations yeah. my friend
0: thank you no it was uh it was real fun to be able to go against james and you know very gracious of him for passing along that invite and i'm excited to uh go to my first big event for x-wing be at a tournament where i'll be standing for 10 hours 12 hours straight playing. <laughs>
1: yeah
2: oh yeah well um uh, really fast oh i'm
1: sorry go ahead uh, I thought you were you were about to say something really fast, I know. Um, we're just gonna go ahead and
2: uh, talk about the games that we played. Um, kind of a little bit of some highlights, um, some things we liked about uh, the lists we ran against, and then uh, we'll talk about some general um, competitive trends that we saw in the store championship, and uh, what we think about everything going forward. Um, so Thomas, do you actually want to kick us off here and then we'll go to Josh and then yeah, I'd
0: love to uh, finish with me. Yeah, so starting off, my first game you know, our, our first everyone's first game was Salvage. I ended up going against a nice rebel list, which was pretty fun. It was a chopper ghost, which I had never gone against a ghost before, so this was an informative time for me mm-hmm. to learn that they had four red dice out the front. Um, <laughs> You know, going against six-point chopper in the Ghost Initiative 2, able to hand out jams at range zero if you're unlucky enough to bump into that large base. Uh, I was also against uh, Hole Aukind in the Battle of Yavin, Uh, standard loadout, Pops Kraya with proton torpedoes and ion bombs, uh, Kia with lone wolf and conch missiles, and then Taika with elusive, heavy laser cannons, and also some concussion missiles. So it was, uh, you know, interesting game having to stare down the big threat of those advanced protons and the, and the ghost, um, you know, luckily I was able to kind of skirt around being able to have my higher initiative against his lower initiative. So a lot of, you know, a a lot of those target locks were just out. I was able to get off some good shots against Tyco and Keo and, you know, made it out with the victory. Right after that, I went into a lovely game of Scrabble with Blue Stabilizer's own Josh Speak. We oh
2: had, my gosh! Uh, we had Crazy. a fun time,
0: um, and you know, as as much as it hurts to say, it was really fun to bully Josh's HMP with my Y wings in the Ion Cannons.
2: That was uh, the worst. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>
0: no. Uh, so the first, uh, uh, the first round of engagement with the HMP, he had locked, getting ready to shoot the multi missile pods, and then my wing wings proceeded to ionize him. Uh, so he lost his lock, just shot regularly, and the next round he was ionized again, and then the next round he died. And so there wasn't any slipping shenanigans, nothing. And else. really
1: fast, Josh.
2: Why is it so bad for uh, droids to get ionized?
3: So, um, as hopefully you know, as you two know, and hopefully listeners know back home that when you're ionized, you break all your locks. And the only action you can take when you're ionized is you can focus. Now, this really hurts pretty much the entirety of Separatist Faction is because any droid pilot has calculate instead of lock. And you cannot calculate while you're ionized. You lose all offensive and defensive mods.
2: Yeah. So you are just a floating brink.
3: <laughs> floating one-dice ship at the mercy of all his seismic
2: bombs. Yes. Yes, yeah. I, I do remember really fast I wanted to touch. I was playing on a table uh, just, I want to say, behind you guys. Mm-hmm. And I looked over and just see the boards pretty much clear. And I almost thought that you guys had finish your game. And you said, no, we're still going. I just dropped all my seismic charges. So, they seemed to really help there.
0: I had three seismic bombs that went off right in the middle of the board. So we had very much a a hollow space for us to run around in. Um, you know, obviously the the big threat was Sun Fact running around and just being able to tractor my Y wings and light them up. But I was able to uh, I was able to stay just out of range one for a handful of those engagements which mm-hmm. felt very, very good.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, do you have anything to add to the, uh, the game that you and Thomas played?
3: Uh, the, the ion really hurt across the list because I think Sunfaka got ionized for, for the last two rounds, if I'm not mistaken. The HMP was ionized, and then those bombs, I mean, you blew up enough rocks, and like, the Vultures couldn't really run back and forth between rocks or anything anymore. It was, it was was It was a little brutal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. The White Wings were definitely the MVP of those
3: games. And they were they were a lot of health to chunk through, I'm not gonna lie. For for throwing two dice with my with both my vultures and my HMP for pretty much the entirety of the game. It was like, oh I, how am I supposed to kill these?
0: Yeah, and plated hole, I I think I think plated hole knocked off more crits than I dealt in that tournament. Uh, plated hole was, was it was at least like six a game that just did not go through because they immediately whomp, went straight to hits. So that's another thing that just is very, very powerful about these three-point white wings. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. Following this yeah. game was a Assault on the Satellite Array where I went against a- another rebellion ship. There were a lot of rebels and resistance at this... Uh, at this tournament which is something that we predicted in the last cast. And it was, uh, we're uh, we're
2: simply um, seers, you know? We're we're very very good at seeing into the future. And I you know
0: <laughs> one thing I saw as soon as I saw this list was flashbacks to the uh, UK Games Expo because we had this list was Cornhorn in the X wing, Luke Skywalker in the X wing, Gina Moonsong, Bodic avenge and Wedge Antilles in the A wing. So yep. I, I believe, if not exactly the same as the, uh, was it the winning list we saw in in the UK? This is very uh, similar. Yeah, I think it's very similar. Yeah. And this list hurt to go against. This was a, this was a list that five points for that Luke Skywalker instinctive aim proton. It uh, it hurt a lot. You know, it did some solid <laughs> damage to my arcs. I was able to uh, ugh. Bodica, Bodica, Bodica. Bodica Venge did a lot of damage, and it was it was very difficult to get that last hit on her because of Concordia face-off. Mace Windu made two range one shots, both with a target lock, and he did a total of zero damage.
2: Yeah. Yep. Which, that is the power of Concordia face-off.
0: Which, when I spend the force for heightened perception... You know, it hurts a lot. It hurts a lot not to see that initiative kill. Um, you know, this was another game where we were able to, you know, had another tie. At the very last second, you know, it's funny. We, uh, you know, on the left side of the board for me, we had Gina, Moonsong, Cornhorn, and Luke all staring down, click, just out of range three of him. And you know, I, I looked at this. I looked at the facts, and I said, "There's no way Click is, uh, you know, making out of this one alive by turning." And so I just five straighted, went right up in front of Cornhorn, and there was just enough space for me to boost in. And so all of his, ah, uh, all of his ships flew right past Click, and you know, it felt pretty good to have my Click, who was down on one health, not perish.
2: What a guy. Cluck. (laughs) The Republic Volunteer.
0: Yeah. And then finishing off was the uh, game with James Ritter. And it was, you know, how many times can I say Padme hurts? Padme Luminar is a killer. Um, There were a lot of shots that, you know, I I roll the two hits in the eyeball, and then all of a sudden Luminar makes that an eyeball, and am I even going to spend my focus? What's going on? Oh, my goodness. You know, Juke didn't help as well with Rick rolling up and turning two of you know, a, a, an evade and two eyeballs, or two eyeballs, or two evades and one eyeball. All of a sudden, turns these ships, you know, particularly Click, into kind of a sitting duck. Um, you know, he uh. started out with a strong lead. I was able to bring it back at the very end with some uh, some nice ion cannons coming out and forcing half points on Wolf, and then he pulled out the world's trick of. Getting his little card box on top of his dice and stroking the top of it,
2: <laughs> which
0: was which was nice and fun.
2: The finger rub.
0: Yeah, you know, I almost I almost called the judges on him, but you know, I he definitely he definitely deserved the victory.
2: Yeah, absolutely. James is one heck of a pilot. I have played him uh, just for fun a couple of times, and he is can pull stuff out of his butt. Sometimes it's crazy. Uh, the amount of uh, the 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 how good he is at the game it's honestly uh so fun to watch it uh, so really fast i totally didn't know this does padme work on defense too yes oh, oh no. <laughs> Let
0: no yeah, yeah yeah it uh while an enemy ship is in padme's while well, an enemy ship in, in uh, your front arc Padmate defends or performs an attack, that ship can only modify one eyeball result. Man, yeah.
2: those it's are totally some aggressive good. negotiations.
0: So if, if Rick Olay rolls up on your TIE fighter and he jukes you and you rolled one evade and two eyeballs or you rolled two evades and one eyeball and you get juked, that focus it can only modify one eyeball result, yep, wow, By which I'm sure feels very good for droids who have the calculates and can spread those around a bit more. But, um, yeah, no, it is a it is something else.
2: Does't feel good for droids though? I don't I don't know about that. I, I mean, mean it's
0: not obvious you're not going out of your way for it.
2: yeah, that's true. You're like, eh, I can only spend one anyways. <laughs> It doesn't hurt
3: as much, you know. It's a two-point shift instead of a four most of the time, you know.
2: Yep, that is very true. Um, So, really fast, I do want to point out that there, we counted four ties throughout the course of this whole tournament between various players. Um, Crazy. Crazy how many games ended in a tie. It was honestly kind of a, became a running joke for a, for everybody to be like, oh,
1: just send it in the tie, it'll be all right. Just for overall. Um, oh, uh, yeah. You know. uh, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, I thought people were joking, you know. When when you hear it for the you hear it for the first time and you're like, Oh man, that's crazy. And then all of a sudden it's you know, number four and you're like, you know, who's 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 counting who's counting points here? Who's planning this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. For so the-
3: there were actually five ties in the tournament, not four. Oh, five! five. Even worse. Which is yeah. just crazy. Just tying in the game five times is just kind of wild.
2: Yeah. And for those who who aren't really aware, uh, you have to road roll in order to determine who wins that game. So uh, better hope you roll some crits. <laughs> yeah. Crit bot yeah. activate. Yeah, crit bot <laughs> activate. Um, but yeah, sweet. Well, Josh, you or uh, Thomas, really fast. Do you have anything else to add about your games?
0: Um, I mean, just real quick. You know, I had a very good time. I went against some very good players, and it is, it'll be interesting to see how lists uh, are modified at the next event. I believe we have a tournament coming up in the next month or two, but it'll be interesting to see, particularly the rebels and the resistance, how these lists. You know, the 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 Gina Luke. A-wing wedge, that stylist, and the, you know, Ray with friends or five T-70s, how those will modify and, and if they'll go, you know, full off the wall, something else, or if it's more of a honing of a solid archetype.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Josh, the floor is yours.
3: Sweet. So my first game, uh, the first round was salvage, and I played against Andrew, and Andrew was playing the Resistance Fives, so and it was kind of nasty. So it was nine num in the T seventy with M nine G nine heroic pattern spare parts canister, Elowasti with HLC heroic and marksmanship, um, Lulo in the A wing with shield marksmanship, Thrawn Wolf, Zori Bliss with wartime mag pulses and ion cannon. And then uh Yarek Yeager in the good old fireball with Overtune clusters, marksmanship, and a targeting computer. And um this list, honestly, this probably was the of the three games I lost, it felt like the game looking at it with, with salvage against going up against five ships. I felt like I could win the most. But um his uh his heroic kept rolling two evades for him. You would roll two blinks <laughs> on defense and then rolled into two evades. And I just could yeah. not buy a crit. I was down 16 to 2.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, 16, 16, 4 at one point because I was down. And I only lost, I lost 20 to 13.
2: Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, like you were talking about, Jango just kind of pulled that whole game back from you for what, what you told me.
3: He put in the work. He scored so many points within a couple rounds. It was like, oh, here's a dead fireball. Oh, I just killed Zori. And he killed the fireball one round. Then he went and killed Eloasti the next round, and then he killed Zori. And then I just could not blow the box off of Lulo, who had one health left. And if I would have blown the box off her, it would have been 20 to 13, and we still had time left, and I would have scored the four. So it would have been 19-17. And all I had to do was kill nine numb in the t70 who was nowhere near a single box
2: yeah or just uh you know trying to pick up a box and
3: yeah I it mean, around it, a little bit. yeah i had a i had a, I had a vulture and no i had the hmp and Django left and the hmp had a box so i just would have ran the hmp around and then just just chase nine with with jango pretty much
2: yeah no that makes sense and uh yeah i uh, was squirrely that those was RZA two as well. Just run around the whole board. Around <laughs> the
3: whole board, and then you know Lulo, you know, engages at you know like essentially like a T seventy. You know, for anybody who doesn't know what her ability is, is when Lulo is stressed, you roll one less defense dice, but you roll one one more attack dice. Mm-hmm.
1: If you're
3: throwing three red in with an A wing dial, so you know you go in one round, you stress yourself, get your repositions where you want to at I five, and shoot out as an A as an X wing, and then when you need to run away, you just don't stress yourself in you're an a-wing again
2: yep. with three green and then yeah, with the shield it, five straight
0: it's
3: the blue cool. five
2: straight yeah yep. uh what's even better is the, the blue three banks um and then all of the twos that thing has so much blue i've it's, never seen so many blue so much blue in the whole galaxy
3: it's crazy <laughs> how much blue it has
2: yeah Yes, and uh, Josh, you're a little bit of a connoisseur of resistance, so
3: you know you know how good
2: these ships are.
3: They're 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 all pretty good. I mean, and I was surprised I killed Zori with wartime loadout. I mean, that was nine health to chew through. So yeah, it was. Why were were the story of my tournaments? And then after, um, so yeah, that was my game against Andrew. It was just heroic is really good Mm stopped me from scoring at the beginning of the game couldn't couldn't blow off boxes couldn't keep my ships alive so his dice were hot mine weren't but i mean hey it was close in the end so that's what matters then um my next game was obviously against thomas we already talked about that um once again i played y wings which was rough y wings and a medium base which is like medium base is the enemy of an Nantex and y-wings having as much health as they do is it's hard to kill with 2 die ships
2: yeah and especially especially against uh yeah. even sun Fact can't chew through all of that without you know taking a shot or two back no i mean the most
3: damage he can he can put out without any crits is five you know i mean that's half the health of the y-wing or just a little bit over and that's assuming you roll full hits
0: you, know, you also know, have the great ability of being able to rotate that turret arc, which can be very deadly for Sunfak if it's uh, if it's kind of obvious where he's going to be going with mm-hmm. uh,
2: rotating up, rotating the turrets and all that. Yeah. yeah, and like you were talking about, Thomas, those Y-wings are so consistent; it's crazy.
3: Yeah. Um One thing about my game with Thomas we didn't mention earlier is in the last round, Django had one health left. And Sha had a range one sh- shot on click. Thomas used the click charge to negate the range one bonus from Django. and kept click alive, and then click proceeded
2: to kill Django. Mm-hmm. It ended up yeah. being an 11-point swing. Yeah.
0: No. You know, things were close and then all of a sudden Django dies and eight points rain from above.
3: It was, I still would have lost the game. However, it was an 11 point swing that click charge. It was super clutch.
1: Yeah. Yep. And
2: uh, I mean, that happens.
3: It's... Oh, click Click is very good. That's all I got to say. I just wanted to, yeah. I just, I had forgotten about that as we were talking about his, our game earlier. And I'm like, yeah, we should, we should bring that up. Click is good.
2: Yes. Click is. I hate that stupid viewing. <laughs> 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 Just from our, our practice games you and I, Thomas, it's become kind of the bane of my existence to line up a nice, juicy shot, only for Click to say, no, that shot is significantly less juicy. It kind of feels like uh, Canaan Hawk, almost. Oh, true. Not as obnoxious as Cannon Hawk, but it can certainly be yeah. Yeah. very... uh back
0: for all of those first-order jams.
3: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> first order jams are the worst.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Luckily, I didn't play any first order this tournament, so that was good.
1: Yes.
3: Um, that was yeah. I mean, that's the game with Andrew, the game with Thomas, and then I played Edison, who Thomas played in round two. I want to say right.
0: It was in round one. It was
3: the round uh, the one. Ghost. Yeah. So it was the ghost, the two Y wings, and the two A wings, and um, I ran Django and Sunfak up one flank. The ghost was on the other side of the board, and I forgot how fast a large base is with just a two forward. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and next thing you know, I'm jousting a ghost
0: who has reinforced,
3: yeah. Ugh. And then, then there was an A wing and a Y wing with APT and concussion missiles, yeah. all had locks on Django,
1: yes. yeah.
3: So I ended up reinforcing my front and somehow survived all that dice, all those dice. And then I was stuck between two rocks and had no way to get past the ghost (laughs) base. Oh no. Chopper proceeded to jam me and killed me.
1: Yeah.
3: And there was a ghost left on the board. I mean, it had, it had two health left at that point. So I put a lot of work back into it. Yeah. You know, I just I just couldn't get a ship into it to burn it down, you know, there, right there at the end. Mm. Um, and, yeah, Tycho went and killed my vulture that was trying to hold down one flank. It took him quite a while. It took five rounds for Tycho and Pops to kill Doofus, surprisingly.
2: Wow. Oh, good old Doofus. Good,
1: good old Doofus. I,
3: I, was, I was just rolling and changing those crits to, you know, back down to hit. And Iron Assembler was on the same side of the board. She kept repairing him. Wow. And saying, saying yep, yeah, there's no damage there. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We just held down an objective over there for, I believe, assault. And the Nantex, once again, didn't perform. HMP scored quite a few points off, you know, objective, scored the majority of my points in the game until, you know, Chopper got done with. Playing around with Django, and then rolled up to the HMP's butt and just had him for lunch.
0: Paradise is no joke.
3: It yeah. it really is not.
0: Yeah, especially uh, with the uh, the build that was on that chopper, which was uh, a and That's what I was going
2: to mention. Magna. Is that it's. Yeah, it's like, do you want to shoot at the ghost? Because all of a sudden I'll just get double mods against you, and not just regular double mods, double mods, but all of my focuses are crits.
0: Yeah. For, uh, for those who do not know, Magva Yaro says whenever, or after you defend, if the attack hit, you may acquire a lock on the attacker. And Saw Guerrera says while you perform an attack, you may suffer one damage to change all of your eyeball results to a crit, which he uh, he spiked one of my Y wings uh, in our in the second round of our game where uh, chopper rolled up, got range one, five dice went out. You know he rolled one natural crit, which I played at Hull. Uh, but you <laughs> know three hits and two eyeballs, and he proceeded to. Say, I'll take one damage on this. What is it? 16, 14 health ship. He then turned yeah. into, uh, those two eyeballs into two crits, which oh, got some nasty damage on.
1: Played it all that,
2: Why Wings. You... Yeah.
1: yeah. No. Yeah, I, they're just.
3: They're into being too much health in Edison's list for me to deal with without Django.
2: Right, I feel like if if Django would have cleared past it, the ghost, he probably yeah, if, would have.
3: If Django clears out. past the ghost, I'm behind his ghost, and his ghost build um, didn't have obviously any turret or anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I'm I'm just free to turn around and just keep shooting him, yeah. pop him, Got score that. the points. Have Django go kill something else.
2: Yeah, and honestly, Django can be killing two things at once with that better and turret gunner.
3: Yeah, the tail gunner, and it was you know, with two health away, you know, with Janko, get behind him real quick at range one, just pop Dooku into him, grab the crit, and he's dead. But just just was not in the cards for me, not in the dice that game, unfortunately.
1: But yeah. it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, and then my last game.
3: Was my first game of the tournament not flying against any Y-Wings.
1: All <laughs> right. <laughs> which, was, which was great.
3: It was great. I was going against the Empire. And it was uh it was Steve flying the Decimator, Real Admiral Cherno with Minister Tua, Darth Vader, Agile Gunner, Tactical Scrambler, and the Dauntless Title. Then he had Soon tier Fell, Marksmanship with uh Deadeye Shot and Shield upgrade on him. He had Juno in the advanced with Pattern Analyzer, Marksmanship, and FCS. And then he had Merrick Steele in the advanced with Fire Control and Shield Upgrade. And I have to say, this game went a lot better because there was a lot less health on the board. Obviously, the Decimator is quite chunky still.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But I mean, those uh, those advanced and the Interceptor... Jango and Soon Fock licked their lips and annihilated them very quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. that tracker token passes over on that initiative five Juno, that initiative five Merrick, and all of a sudden you're you've outmaneuvered them and you know, you're rolling five dice right into
3: it. Oh, it was yeah, it was five dice into Juno. Juno was dead pretty much one shot. I needed an Iron Assembler to finish off. She lived with one health after my first shot with it. Finished her off. Um, and then Merrick merrick lived with one health. Django came, finished her off. Soon, Tear fell, just fell prey to got bumped by one of my vultures that was halfway off the rock, halfway on the rock. So I could, you know, still get all my benefits. Landed there, bumped him. He couldn't complete his maneuver, so he ended up on the rock. Oh no. <laughs> and then Django just looked at him and said, You're not taking shots at me. Let me just roll my dice. That, yeah, you know, he took the, the damage from landing on an asteroid. There goes a shield. All I need to do three damage against him, you know, and he has no mods. It was juicy, and then it was all about okay, can I score enough points in the middle before the decimator blows up the rest of my ships with Vader? Because for those of you who don't know what Vader does, you um spend a force on uh, with Vader at the start of engagement. Choose a ship mm. at range zero to two, and that ship has to remove a green token or take a damage.
2: Yeah. He, Vader Crew, and Vader Crew's 12 now, which is the same points as Palps. True. Yeah, so uh, it's it's really a gamble. I think Vader Crew on Rack is just really good. Uh, he's got two arcs, and he can just pick a ship and say, okay, do you want to take advantage?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what he did.
0: Yeah. yeah, the inner crew is also very good if you pair them with the uh, death troopers. Yes. Death troopers prevent you, if you end your movement at range zero to one of the decimator, you cannot remove stress, which means if you bump into the decimator, take a stress focus, most ships aren't going to have the blues to get out of range zero to one of that ship. And even if you blew one bank or whatever, you don't clear that stress, you get no green token, and Darth Vader says hello.
1: And yep. Yep. He
2: is. Uh, he's very spooky, especially with uh, lower health, ACR ships. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to take one damage, or do you want to get rid of your, your defensive mod and then, you know, pray that the dice gods bail you out of it? Yeah, and it, the situation that you're
3: in. Luckily, he spent the first couple of times um putting it on my uh, using using on my vultures who have independent calculations so I had to calculate. So I was like, "I'll remove a green token, that's no problem."
2: Yeah. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Which, but which then, you know, oh, great. I was going yeah, I was going to say but then get kind of scared when some fact gets in that arc and <laughs> Oh no. <laughs>
3: I saw where that decimator deployed cuz he's i5 and in fact it was i6 and I said complete opposite board I literally put him on the edge of the board.
1: Oh. <laughs> he could not
3: oh, move okay. bank to the left whatsoever cuz I was on the left side of the board and the decimator was on the right side my right side of the board. And I said mm-hmm. how far over can I get? I am not going anywhere near that thing. It has to come to me.
2: Nice. Right on.
3: But well, uh, the ag- agile gunner on the decimator too was very nice. Always had shots because of
2: that thing. Mm, yeah, Agile being down to one is great. I feel like that's uh, almost an auto-include if you've got a rotate action. Almost. Yep. There, there are definitely some pilots that don't necessarily need it.
3: But. Yeah, but it was it was very good on the Decimator. So he was able to use his action to reinforce. Mm. And then... Yeah, yeah, but that was the way it went. So we ended up winning my last game. So I went ended up going one and three. Um, yeah, I, I won the game pretty handily. Um, soon Fock blew up at the end of that game. So it ended up being 20 to 15. You know, Decimator got a last round, last second shot on it, critted him, killed him. It was unfortunate. It ended up being a fuel leak into a direct. Oh! So I was like, oh, oh so I take four damage great Ooh, great
1: man, that is
0: that's the so, of god right there man it, it,
3: it was the handle god gave him the points to make it close I, that's all i gotta say it was it was spicy it was a spicy shot from the decimator well, man save wow. the game so yeah. but that game felt pretty good you know man texas are great against like ac quick type ships you know three agility type things i think you know i think that was my main takeaway from my list and stuff you know Against a Y-Wing, it can put in the work, but since it can't burn it down super quickly, it um, doesn't do a whole lot because the Y-Wing still going to shoot you back.
2: Yeah. Yeah, especially
3: with a turret. With a turret. <laughs> I mean, you're at range one of it probably, you know, right? So you're just mm-hmm. not liking it, but... Yeah. We, le- we learned some lessons. That's all I got to say. Yeah. We learned lessons about how to not play Separatists. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, what are you looking at now uh, with with future separatist builds, particularly ones that are going to be competitive at games? You know, what are what, what's in the, what's cooking right now in the works? As to,
3: um, uh... I've been I've been cooking up seven ship lists recently. Um, it's been a lot of so I've been playing Grievous just because he can outmaneuver someone and get those two rerolls. So I can with afterburners. So I can get some double repositions. It's been a, a decent amount of siege ships because they have that contingency protocol. So when one of them blows up, I'm getting another action. True. Um, I've been taking the Siege 404 Hyena, which is the six dice apt that takes a crit back if the attack hits. And with contingency, you know, usually I have a ship that blows up. You know, probably you know during the first second engagement, I'm trying to get that off. So usually it's a pretty fully modded shot going back into someone.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say really fast. I think one thing we also learned is that vultures are gonna die, whether you like it or not.
3: They're gonna die, whether you like it or not. So who cares?
2: Yeah. So with all these siege of Coruscant contingency protocol vulture droids and, and you know other siege of Coruscant droids, that way when something dies, you get a benefit.
3: I get a benefit. I'm doing something, and yeah, it's 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 been going all right. So, I think I think I'm trying to lean more towards the six seven ships for sure. At least, you know, just depends on whether I'm taking you know, a big heavy ship like a like a fire spray or an infiltrator. You know, to kind of be a little points fortress. You know, so they have to choose whether they're going to shoot at my big scary ship that's going to, you know, Amal is going to be tossing out two attacks every round, or a Bango who's going to be sitting there, you know, ripping your list apart. Hopefully, or I can focus on you know my my five to six you know little itty bitty ships that if you don't shoot them. They're going to be throwing, you know, two or three dice at you every round a piece, you know,
2: and eventually that's going to do chip damage on a ship and hopefully burn it down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: Seems solid.
3: Kind of the direction I think I think I'm going to take it after this tournament. We're going to retire the Namtex for a little bit and let let, let, let it sit on the shelf.
1: Yeah.
2: And then just go super duper wide.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Super duper wide. Exactly.
1: Droids for dates.
3: Yeah. exactly
1: yeah cool
3: well what about uh, you down what how did your games go
2: they went. uh <laughs> so my first game i played against um a the same rebel list that you went against uh thomas yeah uh, the fenra or not fenra oh my gosh uh the bodica luke gina and things were going fine, it was very close. Uh, The first round of combat, or first couple of rounds of combat, I counted, I did not roll a single evade. Um, It was turns two and three, did not roll a single evade, Scorch exploded. Um, And that was very sad, because that uh, lost some of my very first like offensive uh, oomph. And so now I have to kind of uh, position myself a little a Little better. Um, the Going into the last round, there it was tied 11 11 uh, from what I'm aware of. And uh, he gets a juicy range zero Luke Skywalker into quick draw shot, which did three damage to quick draw. Uh, no, t- two damage to quick draw, uh, stripping your shields and I chose not to shoot, try to get Bodica's shot uh, uh, to not double tap me because Bodica was that me. And Bodica hits me hard also with no bots. It was like hit, 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 crit. And Quick Draw rolls double evades. So it's hit, crit into her. And she draws a direct hit and explodes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, um, it was not great because I for uh, I don't I, I want to say that I forfeited the the shield shot there, uh, but it was just a range zero until Luke, uh, and Luke was sitting on three health. So the the odds of me rolling like hit crit on a range zero and Luke rolling zero evades. And then the crit being direct hit, I didn't like the odds, so I figured I wouldn't take a third shot from Botica and uh, try to tie it and then uh, win on a road roll. But obviously, uh, the rebel player had different ideas. Um, Shout out to Jordan. He had come back to play an X-Wing after kind of taking a a year-long hiatus, and he took, I think, I want to say sixth, right? so yeah so yeah pretty good pretty good um so yeah that's done but not too bad Uh, i feel like i played it pretty well uh kylo did kylo things i definitely screwed up though uh, and tried u-turning kylo to get the a final blow on luke and he uh Won the road roll, and I realized that, like, oh, this I could have fit a uh, K turn if I had done a faster speed maneuver and not gambled on uh, me winning the road roll. And it ended up costing me a turnaround on Kylo, and Kylo had to like turn his turnaround around, which I think you should never be doing. With Kylo, I think he kind of wants to keep his turnaround forward, not use the action to rotate instead uh, be jamming. But yeah. Uh, uh, so well flown by him good game my second round. I played uh, a scum list uh, He was flying fen Rao uh, What else? It was fen Rao couple of y-wings uh, Bosk in the z95 and then Han in the yt1300 the scum Han. Uh, First couple of turns was me killing the scum Han, I set up a block with uh, Gideon Got the block that I wanted on Han and quick draw just like lit up into Into him pretty good um, Kylo and uh, Fen Rao were having a measuring contest uh, and That was a good time uh, They did no damage to each other essentially and then just flew away <laughs> <laughs> And then um, yeah, I uh, got a kill on Bosk, and then my last turn, there was a hole-breached Y-Wing uh, that I had kind of been whittling on a little bit. And Quickdraw took a range 2 obstructed shot into this Y-Wing, got three hits, he rolled three blanks, and then it was fuel Um, oh, And that man. thing just went kerplooey. It just exploded. Um, and so that was what ended up getting me the the final points needed for me to get the win there. Um, it ended up being uh, 19 to 16 on scramble. Um, I did to give my – not to super pat myself on the back, but I, I did a pretty good job of uh, claiming the objectives, trying to make sure that he had to waste – rather spin to actions to, to flip the objectives back to his side. Uh, when I did win Rode, uh, and then when I lost Rode, it was nice to kind of re um, recapture the points that I needed to or uh, be like, okay, well, I can go full offense this turn and focus down. So um, pretty good game. Uh, well well done to Charlie. He flipped very well and uh, kept me on my toes. So uh, my third game was against the dreaded 5 t 70 list. And I say dreaded because um, it's not very nice when they roll two evades almost every single shot that you throw into them. Uh, (laughs) And that was pretty much the story of that game. Uh, These T70s, I think by the end of it, I had killed Elo and barely wounded Or no, I had killed Snap and barely started putting cards on Ellen, and then that was the game. Uh, So it was rough. The first engagement, I had done two damage to Snap Wexley out of, uh, I want to say, four shots. Um, Pretty well modded shots as well. So yeah, that stuck. But what are you going to do? It is what it is, and uh, it ended up being an assault, and it was 22 to 12. Um, uh, I made a poor mistake with Gideon and he got just a crap ton of shots on that side. And then from there, it was just kind of downhill. Um, Gideon is definitely an MVP in my squad, um, all the token passing. And so to have him go down as early as he did, I think he was, he still had a calculate on agent Terrix. So, oh. uh, sad times. <laughs>
3: That's a little brutal there.
2: Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. But uh, Kylo started uh, pulling his weight a little bit. Um, I made a mistake of putting Kylo way out in the left field. and uh, He and another ship, I thought I was going to get a jump on one of these T-70s, but I had never played against Tom before. This was my first time, and he, like uh, – just gunned it past Kylo, and Kylo was like, Oh, well, I guess I'll go around this rock to the far side and then come back around. And it, he took way too long. Um, so it gave Tom an opportunity to focus on my other ships and blow them off the board before Kylo could really have much of a dent. So, yeah. And then my last game, I played against uh, another player, Bruce. Uh, he was playing Empire. Uh, very similar to the list that you played against uh, Josh. It was a rack plus things. Uh, this time it was rack plus starter Vader and the two battle of the uh, boys, which is backstower. And um, it was scary. I uh, thought that I could uh, bait his squad away to where Kylo could have free reign, and uh, Kylo was chased around for a majority of the game, and exploded, and then... Um, but by that point, I had done some pretty decent damage to Rear Admiral Cherno and ended up killing him, and that's what got me uh, the victory, as well as I got... Uh, excuse me, uh, half points on starter pack Vader, uh, which was very difficult but it uh ended up securing me uh that victory uh, that score ended up being uh, 18 to 16 and then i don't know if i'd said that the round three score but that was 22 to 12 um, definitely round two or round three i felt like i made the most uh crucial tactical errors um, uh, so even, a question for you
3: yeah for sure well- Knowing that you you play some Empire and stuff, right? And you've mm-hmm. played against the Starter Set Vader. How do you feel as he stacks up against the Battle of Yavin Vader or the Custom Vader? Uh,
2: Starter Set Vader is definitely. I feel like the um, the action economy is great. Uh, you know, I I think I haven't gotten Battle of Yavin Vader on the table yet i'd like to try them i just think the action economy is is very hard to pass up but valley of invader is very 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 consistent and that's what's so scary about him is uh he doesn't have to spend marks on his attacks well as long as he at least rolls one blank um, he doesn't have to spend a lot. He can just spend his force. And he doesn't really mind if he's getting shot at because he'll just regen his force and let go punch something else really, really hard in the face. It is very, very hard to not roll three hits with uh, badly out of Vader. Having said that, uh, maneuverability and um, also kind of the durability with Charter set, Vader, I feel like gives him just a little bit more of an edge. Um, yeah. And, and then because and- Oh, go ahead. No, I was about to say, yeah, no. Um, Keep, keep
3: going with that. I was, I was going to ask you a follow-up question after that that re- pertain to the game.
2: Yeah, uh, custom Vader, I think, still has merits. Uh, it, getting fire control system is very nice because then you're probably as consistent as Validiav Vader, and then you still have all the maneuverability that six-point starter Vader has. And on top of that, you can get Pattern Analyzer, and that just opens up a whole window of opportunities uh, with 7 point Vader. Um, That's how I feel about where Vader is, and then Defender Vader is unplayable, in my opinion. I don't think you ever (laughs) need Defender Vader in any circumstance.
0: Yeah, after the talent slot got yoinked.
2: I don't even. uh, Here's (laughs) my problem with Defender Vader is that he's 9 points uh, for one gun that is a very 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 consistent one gun and that is a very hard to kill one gun but that is still one gun Uh, and that is my main issue with defender vader and that's been my issues even since he's had Juke. i think juke made him worth nine points but even that i'm not i'm not entirely sure interesting yeah Uh, and then you had a follow-up question yeah
3: so Starter Vader has the ion missile, right? Or ion torpedoes. Mm-hmm. So I also noticed see that Bruce's decimator has them. Did he use them in the game?
1: Bruce Either is- the
3: decimator or the I, Vaders? I had,
2: no, I had no idea that Bruce's Decimator had munitions.
3: Okay. <laughs> and just looking at his list, that's what it says. And I was just curious if he used them because, like, uh, I've played the the the, the siege hair charles who have them, and, and I like using them, you know, because it gets you an extra dice, but I mean. You know, that's pretty much the only reason why. Occasionally, it's nice to throw the ion on someone, you know. But it's more just you can push one damage through. Yeah. You know, but I just was curious if the you if you'd use the Star Set of Vader's ion missiles at all, or the the Decimator's ion torpedoes at all.
2: No, and I I I don't know why he had ion torpedoes on the Desi, Probably just because he had the points. Um, mm-hmm. but I think I want to say that the ion missiles make occasionally have their use. Uh, if you need to strip a lock off of somebody who's going to be throwing a torpedo at you, or even like, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to take a fully modded shot against my Darth Vader. I want to keep him alive. You know, shooting the ion missile can definitely have merit. Uh, mm-hmm. But usually you just want to shoot that primer because, again, Vader, regardless of form, is very consistent. And uh, that's really nice uh, to have a an night six and know that you're probably really three to four hits
3: yeah that that was my only question just because i i would seen that he had had that. I just didn't know if the the starter Vader had shot them at all during the game, you know and i'm just I'm just curious you know if 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 that's something that people are gonna use as a tool you know without fire control system you know to help ionize a ship to help get the mods down on something else you know before they go into engage or if they're gonna. Just ignore them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I I think probably 90% of the time you want to ignore them, but otherwise, uh, you know, in the the niche cases where you can use them, I would say, use them. If you feel like you really need to use it, use it. Um, It can set up a lot of very nice follow-up shots. Um, So, Yeah.
3: Sorry, yeah, I was I was just curious about your thoughts playing against it, you know, and how you having experience playing the other Vaders in the past, you know, what you what your thoughts on it
1: were. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Vader is in a good spot. I'd even argue that custom Vader is very much worth looking at. He has seven points. but um, mm-hmm. uh, with cheap tie bombers now and Mahler working with any Darth Vader, and Mahler isn't really a tie bomber, let's be honest. Uh, he's kind of his own thing. <laughs> uh, oh, but man. Gotta love him. Mahler can keep pace with Vader pretty well. And so I think Custom Vader is still worth looking at. Um, now, what you build him with, I could not tell you. Uh, but yeah, good stuff. Uh, um, I'd say something that I took away. Uh, from the tournament, is that I would like another whisper. Uh, I like the idea of double jam, uh, just like stripping everybody's tokens, especially uh, that way too. I can have, uh, I'd probably run Wrath. Wrath is very good. Wrath has essentially a fire spray that can link every action in the uh, game. <laughs> and it's he's very, very uh, good with Kylo because you can throw a jam on somebody and then Kylo can go up and target lock that somebody, or Kylo can also just jam them again and then, um, and get mods. So it's it seems fun. I uh, I'm gonna probably fool around with that on TTS a little bit uh, before I am dead set on looking for just a whisper because i don't need another fury the first order pack i have no interest in any in buying more than the bombers that i that i already have you know so yeah uh well we've got about five minutes left in the round guys uh are there really fast i do want to talk about something and that is the empire uh, empire seems to be gone from one of the better factions in the game to now not really doing too hot. um we kind of touched on i kind of touched on it a little bit but I, i i wanted to just briefly talk about like why is the empire in kind of a rough spot right now do you guys have any ideas
0: i i think that you know one of the big strengths of the empire was it's very effective. Two point and three point ships, and mm-hmm. I think one thing that has happened, particularly in this last points update, is kind of a the devaluation of two points and three points. You've had a lot of factions, namely Republican Rebels, that have been open up to two point ships. A lot right. of you know, vizier and um, Faroff being four point reapers wow, that's so cool. Oh, all of a sudden, I've got JAG, Initiative 5, in the ARC for four points. And I've got, you know, uh, Corrin Horn and an X-Wing, Initiative 5, for four points. Yeah. And, you know, my my three points, all of a sudden, these TIE fighters that are three points and, you know, they're going to break, I got a Y-Wing for three points. I've got, you know, another faction's Y-Wing for three points. And even the bombers now, it's one of those things where where, oh, I'm going to take Iden Versio and Moth Gideon. All of a sudden, that's I'm taking some bombers and I'm going to take maybe Lower Rear. You know, a lot maybe. of... Maybe, yeah. yeah a, a lot of these cheaper, you know, cheaper high ship lists have been opened up to other factions that have shields and have other gimmicks that they can work with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think
2: I didn't go going up to four... Um, definitely hurt the TIE fighter,
1: period. Um, Yeah. Uh, And I also think uh, a lot of
2: are fair off losing some loadout hurt as well, but I think the main draw right now to the Empire is the cheap bombers. Um, And they burn. Uh, They burn hard uh, having no shields. Uh, What an oversight from Grandma target uh <laughs> and and like you pointed out thomas they not having shields in a game now where damage is very consistent uh, and having no way to block uh oops i roll bad and unless you want to invest into Ivan, it, it hurts it hurts if you uh are taking these very cheap very uh Efficient for sure, but very uh, scary to put up against uh, these Y-wings and these chunkier ships. It's it's hard. It's hard to to fly Empire right now, in my opinion. Uh, Speak. Do you have anything to add before we close out? Here? Yeah.
3: No. I just I think Thomas is right. I think ships have been devalued. Not just the tie fighter, but I look at the tie interceptor. You know, uh, a a pretty quick shift that should be slippery and just you know being a great strike fighter, pretty a glass cannon, but a great strike fighter to go and be a little surgical knife, you know, and I mean, I mean, most of them went down in points, you know, right, you know, in and, and squad points, but I mean, most of them had their loadouts just obliterated. Mm-hmm. So you had, you know, a guy like soon fell who, you know, used to be able to take with a shield, Predator, and you kind of, you know, have this little, you know, yeah, he was six points, you no, know, but I mean, he was probably going to make it your six points back if you flew him decently well, quite easily, yeah. right, you know, with his ability and stuff, but now you look at him, you're like, well, what do I take on him? Do I take the shield, you know, and just not have any, you know, a predator or this or this. And, you know, I think interceptors have been super devalued just because of what other factions have access to. X-Wing is coming down to four. Y-wing's coming down to three across, you know, the faction is there and, you know, arcs being four points is crazy for what they're able to do. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think and that, it-
3: that hurt, you know, and, you know, between the separatists and the empire, you know, any, any, any of the list, the uh, factions that were high sh- ship count lists, got hurt by the devaluing of squad points in other factions significantly, I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and one thing you did point out really fast, uh, uh, with Soontir, uh every ship, it's not that they lost loadout, it's that all of these upgrades that Empire was taking suddenly went up in points. And so now they can't you know, now they can't take all these upgrades. They have to be super careful about what they can and can't have. You can't spam elusive across the board uh, with all these high agility ships. Uh, you got to really invest points. Do I really want elusive? Um, or am I going to invest more offensively? Uh, I think Empire is kind of in a weird state of limbo where it's like, well, we were so used to doing this one thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, now what?
3: So, yeah, I think yeah. it'll be interesting. I mean, maybe, maybe six point gauntlets make an appearance. Maybe, you know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah. maybe the answer is to go, to go small elite, you know, with a bunch of, you know, like a uh, defender with like two defenders, you know, some tie fighters to bump out your numbers. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I have a. have uh, got a rack Morna and captain Hark list. I'm brewing.
3: Oh uh-huh. boy. So
2: we'll,
0: we'll see how that turns out with the three large bases
2: yeah well that is time in the ramps and that is going to do it for uh this episode of the podcast uh the like to thank uh paul for organizing uh the tournament paul gold what a what a guy he stepped up recently and became the to out here in the U- uh utah county and uh we just very much appreciate all that he's done um in making these tournaments possible And congrats, Thomas, again, on the world's invite win. Thank you. Well done. Um, So that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel um, and uh, stay tuned. Every Thursday we post a new episode. Um, Next week uh, we're going to be talking about kind of getting more in-depth into faction breakdowns, what we like about um, certain factions, uh, kind of what their archetypes are right now uh, what pilots are good what pilots you probably shouldn't be taking but look fun and uh yeah so look forward to that next week and, uh, see you around this is we stabilize podcast signing off be sure to repair those crits jedi master obi-wan kenobi here reminding you all to tune in every thursday to listen to
1: new episodes of the loose stabilizer podcast and may the force be with you